Welcome to Up in the Mix. We're here for another episode live. Not from the Honeycomb. Not from the Honeycomb. Not from the Honeycomb. We are on special location coming to you from the Truckee Hotel. Truckee, California. Truckee, California, because we have a very special guest that we're about to introduce. But first, as always, this is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. Yeah, this is uh, Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local oso, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club, how the, the fuck, fuck did he, he get, get here? here, el hombre de la gente, the, and the habitual line crosser. Nice, what up, what up, this is Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Kendall Derek Palmer, only during a full moon. AKA that handsome glass of water. We got a new one here. Um, mm. That token white guy. Token white guy. <laughs> He's one of the white guys that gets us into places. So yep. it's good. That, that's what I'm used for. Yeah. We're like, sitting here mm-hmm. Saturday, January 6th. 13th. 13th. <laughs> Close yeah. Sadly, it is the 13th. I think I wish it was the 6th. So I'd have another week off uh, break, but school starts again on Tuesday. How was your guys' weeks? Anything interesting pop off? Nah, no, just no. normal nine to five. Working and, uh, days. Nothing too interesting. Yeah, just, Actually looking forward to this. Yeah, <laughs> right? just, just working for the Super weekend. Super excited. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you how excited we are because we have sitting here a great group of musicians from Las Vegas, Nevada, The Leak. Yes. Welcome, guys. Good to be here. Hey, yes. thank you. What's up? Hey. Hey. So we'll just go around. If you guys want to introduce yourselves, uh, we'll start. Yeah, I'm Nick. I'm the bass player in the band. Uh, I don't think I have any AKAs. So what's your girlfriend call you? Call you bad <laughs> you don't want to know what my girlfriend calls me. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, no, but maybe not me, but maybe the world. <laughs> His girlfriend calls him her second favorite member of the league. Oh, bang, bang, bang. I am Jeremy. The drummer, a.k.a. his girlfriend's favorite member of the league. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. That was actually true. Oh, man. That's pretty awesome. I'm Sean. Uh, I play guitar. Um, a.k.a. Yabanga. Yabanga. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? My name is Jason, a.k.a. The Chairman, and I play keys. What's up, y'all? This is Rassar. I'm the MC of this group, also known as Can I Touch Your Hair? <laughs> <laughs> Which on the happens uh, to you quite often, yeah. too. I've been around that happens. Oh, can I just touch it real quick? Can I just touch it? <laughs> the answer's always no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you've never seen hair like this? I've never seen blank like yours. Can yeah. I touch that? Yeah. <laughs> no? <laughs> Whatever your answer to my question is will be the answer to yours. Yeah. So we're here from Truckee. You guys have been playing the last two nights here at Moody's, correct? Correct. correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys play here every 60 to 80 days, you said? <laughs> 60 to 90. <laughs> roughly, roughly. Once a season. Yeah. Once a season. That's right. Seasonal so, players. So are you guys on tour right now? Or? Yes. About to go, right? Yes, we're on the League 2.0 tour right now. Uh, right after this weekend, we're going to be finally breaking into Oregon, Washington, playing you know, Portland, Seattle, Olympia, Bend, all over. So nice. yes, Don't forget when you go to Portland, go to all the strip clubs. <laughs> if, you need, if you need recommendations... I got you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right I've on. learned that there are more strip clubs per capita in Portland than yeah. anywhere else in the United States. That is mm-hmm. also a fact. That's and good to know. Yeah. Also, it's like a career to be a stripper out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also have a vegan strip club. I heard yes, about that's a this real actually. thing. Devil's nice. Point. Yeah. I already know. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Damn. I, I am a fan of shitty strip clubs, and Portland is full of them. Oh. Like, if it's a fancy one... But like a shitty one, that's what that's what I'm about. No bad bougie for <laughs> your strip clubs. No, but if you guys go to the Acropolis, they got the best steak at a strip club I ever had. Huh. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How does it compare to steak anywhere else, though? <laughs> yeah. well, it's like, like the best strip club steak. No, the strip club like steak, the yeah. worst steakhouse steak. Nah, it, like no, but it's just like. <laughs> Here you go. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're really have, have you never had any food at a strip club before? No. Okay. That's that's, you know what? Okay. That's the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> because like yeah. also, if you go to Mary's, like also in Portland, mm-hmm. there's a Mexican restaurant next door, and you get to order through a window. I've been to that place See? actually. Yeah. So you have that, you liar. Look, you liar. I went to the Mexican restaurant though. Uh, I went to the bathroom, and apparently, to get to the bathroom, you have to go through the. Strip yeah, yeah, yeah. That was surprising. Yeah. Being from Vegas, that's, that's, how, they you. that's yeah. how they get you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> all right, tangent again, like always. <laughs> My bad. But you guys are going into the Northwest, so how long is this tour going on? Like, where'd you guys start? You start, are you started, you started here, correct? Yeah, this yeah. is where we're kicking mm-hmm. it off. Actually, um, this is like the first leg. This tour actually is going to extend all the way through March, so this is kind of like the first leg, but it's all coming together. We're going to be, you know, my hometown, Sacramento. We're going to finally hit up Colorado. We're going to be in. Denver all the way out to New Mexico, playing Utah. We're finally really, you know, breaking out the way we want to. That's good. Yeah, we've it's been, good to hear. We were rooting for you guys, you know. <laughs> we saw you. you guys first a couple at, at years picnic, ago yeah. at Picnic, mm-hmm. and it was like a random yeah. Thursday night. And they're like, oh, come, you know, let's check out this band. I was like, all right. And as soon as the show started, I was like, this texting people this like you tight. need to come yeah. to the show like these guys are super dope yeah and i saw you guys last time when you played at the um, the saint at the saint yeah oh wow. yeah oh yeah that was fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, we've kind of been just following you guys in that room for you guys. you guys played life is beautiful last year or was that two years ago i guess it's two years yeah, ago now two 2016 ago. year and a half nice about. I'm trying to hold on to it <laughs> 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 was that was that probably your guys biggest show um relatively pretty much Hard to say. Kind of depends it, on how. Well, you we've we've yeah, played for yeah. more people because it like I mean, what year, I mean we did sound check. J Cole was doing sound check at the same time with us, so like the caliber of the event mm-hmm. is extremely large. It's <laughs> one of the biggest things you could be on. But in terms of like a crowd, we were in front of. We played in front of like five thousand people in Sacramento for concerts in the park. So Damn, we saw. I, I saw the the video for that on uh, on the internet's. Oh yeah, looks pretty. I mean. That looked amazing to be up on stage in front of that many people. Yeah. You guys definitely had a move in a groove and captivated. Yeah, it was so hot. Oh. Actually, it was like 100 <laughs> degrees with humidity. Yeah, because oh. Sacramento is weird. It's like it's like super humid Valley. and like uh-huh. really hot. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely don't go to Sacramento in the summertime at like, all. We can do oh. heat, but humidity is just yeah. like. Yeah, because yeah. Vegas is a dry heat. It's like totally different. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. humidity. That's why, like, when I go to the East Coast, I'm like, no wonder you guys like kill each other in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would definitely be killing. I would definitely be killing people too. Like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, just facts, you know. That's a just good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm all about west of the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. like, no humidity for me. High desert. What's up? <laughs> too much hair. Too yeah. much hair. <laughs> so are all of you, except for Rasar from Las Vegas? No, Jeremy's from... Uh... Go ahead, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for teeing that one up. <laughs> softball, softball pitches, yeah. <laughs> slam dunk it now. Uh, uh, Long Island from New York. Really? Yeah. Oh. My parents actually live in Long Island now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are probably related. <laughs> yeah. You guys do look alike. Yeah. Yeah. Are your parents yeah. white Jews? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they live uh, They live near Iceland. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm from right around there. I'm from uh, Comac, which Comac. I don't know if you. I mean, I, I knew absolutely the sign. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, so why'd you move to Vegas? Uh, I moved out because uh, I I wanted to go to UNLV, um, and that's how last did you go? Well, you, like, you moved just for UNLV? Yeah, just for just for college. Um, nice to to study study music out there, and that's mm-hmm. actually where uh, most of us met Nick, cool. Jason, Sean, and I uh, met through the jazz program at UNLV. Jazz nice. program, nice. nice. I yeah. figured that so was it. Me and Sean went to UNR, so that's why we're oh. like, mm-hmm. yeah, we nice. hate UNR. <laughs> I've heard yeah. about this. I'm from Cali. I don't get it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's yeah. only two colleges in the state, yeah, so yeah, we got to yeah, just yeah. have rivals. Yeah, Nevada's but, just always like thirsty for attention. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard true. the music program there is, is pretty legit, though. Yeah. 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 Definitely learned a lot over there. No, And it's good It's good that you went there because a lot of people usually go there for like the hospitality Mm-hmm. For that college mm-hmm. and like all the other ones, but that's awesome that you went there for the music. So, were you guys all performance majors? Or yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. And then, how did you guys link up together? Like, how did you get get, pun, get kind of pun um, Well, I wanted to start a band, um, so I hit up a friend of mine who I thought would know uh, an MC. He recommended Rasar. Um, we had a meeting. It went decently well <laughs> um, and what year was this in yeah 2015 was it? yeah yeah 2015 okay almost um, to the day actually it was like yeah. january 10th i think hmm. yeah nice oh, dang and then oh, happy uh, anniversary, it was guys. originally right. <laughs> yeah. it was originally just a four piece but then we added uh jason a couple months after because we really needed some keyboards even the way <laughs> he came into the band was like very interesting like Basically, you know, we were playing for a few months and then I came from a band where I I was used to having keys and that being actually like a really big part of it. And I thought that we were killing it with these guys doing their thing, but it was just like just missing something. Yeah. And I and I felt like Sean, like he I think you were saying that it would like ease up what you're doing because he had to hold down so much. And it was just like. So we had to talk about like who would we add and like interestingly enough I mean I didn't know who any of these, they're so connected to all the musicians out there and actually Jason was the first name but they were like oh we got this one friend he'd be great but like he's in, he's gonna be in this show he was in this like uh, show called Baz and uh, he, we knew he was gonna be really busy and it was like yeah he just can't and we were like man and he had a few other people in mind and then we just said you know what, let's just keep trucking doing it we'll figure it out. And then we went to a jam session with a bunch of you know musicians out there, and I was sitting at the bar with Nick, and we were just sitting there talking, and it was just anybody get up, and I just I was just like, yeah, man, you know, Modern Marvels and whatnot and stuff, and then just whatever he was doing, and I was like, yo, who is that? Need him. And like I didn't even see him; he was in another room. And then like Nick was like, yeah, that's that's Jason. I'm like, who's that? He's like, I, we already told you about. I was like, what? I went right up to him and I was just like, dude, like, what's up? Like, are you, in, are you available to play? Like the, the funny thing, I don't think I've told any of you this is the funny thing is I knew Rasar was there and I really wanted to be in you guys' band. And I was like, I was talking, I was talking to my girlfriend at the bar. I was like, Oh man, that's for sorry. I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna go throw down right now. What? See what, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's literally what I told you. You can ask her. I need to go up there right now. I've that's never hilarious. heard this. I never knew that. Me neither. Exclusive. You got a crazy one too, though. A pregame thing. The uh, the glasses thing. 
Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah. So I met I met Rasar for the first time because um, I was hanging out or my friends had a show at a bar coming up, and uh, they were advertising that they were with some new rapper in town or something. I was like, well, that's gonna be dope. I gotta go check that out. And my friend had told me specifically, he's like, yeah, um, I went to go meet this guy, and he's like super brilliant. And I walked up, and he was reading a book on quantum physics or something like that. He's like, I walked up to him and went, hi, I'm Mark. I hit things with sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Mark's actually from Reno. Mark's from Reno. (laughs) Are you from Reno? Shout out, shout out to Mark Corbin. Mark, Mark Corbin. Mark is from Reno. Mark is from Reno. Mark is from Reno. Yeah, he went to he went to UNR for a little bit. Nice. Um, but yeah, so that's how I met Rasar, and then I actually went and introduced myself because I wanted to meet him because like he was killing at this show, and so I, I went out and I talked to him. I was like, "Yo, what's up, man? My name's Nick." And I was a little drunk, and Rasar was a little standoffish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. All right, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you yeah. weren't like you weren't like an asshole, but yeah. I was like, fuck him. He doesn't want to talk to me right now. That's yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> I literally don't remember. I was probably right. like, what? <laughs> hey, hi. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's me. Why in is general. this person talking to me? Straight right. He drunk. He yeah. learned that's me. Yeah. Like, actually, well, there's a lot of introverts in this band. These are the two that you would expect are, but, like, I'm just discovering that I am. I talk <laughs> a lot in these situations, mm-hmm. but I'm very standoffish and, like, quiet. If I'm at a show, I'm in the corner. I, I'll talk to people. I'll, like, hey, yeah, let's let's talk. Thank you for coming out to the show, but, like, I don't enjoy small talk, usually. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. Like, I, as someone, I, I do, like, spoken word poetry. We're in a band. Like people assume because you're up there that you're an extrovert and you're super comfortable talking to random people, especially yeah. after you performed. Yeah. And I, I always want to just go like sit back in the corner in the back yeah. and chill out and like yeah. not talk to random people. And you know they're like, oh, I, I'd never, I, I never know what to say. You're like, thank you, yeah. hi, like yeah. shake your hand. It's just awkward sometimes because yeah. you, you don't know, like you don't know them, and you don't know like if you're gonna say the right thing, say the wrong thing, and like because mm-hmm. also like especially like when you're like a performer or whatever, you don't want to like say something to shy him away from whatever you're doing. Yeah. Right, you know? right, yeah. right. Mm. I really don't remember meeting you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You, he's really unmemorable like, yeah. as a person. But people <laughs> listen, he's also like really tall. Like I should have, this dude's like towering over me. Like I should have like known it, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it was it was good that I went out and saw him perform that night because uh, at the time when Sean hit me up and was like, "Hey man, I'm starting a hip hop jazz band," and first of all I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought it was a cool idea, but um, I was really really busy doing shows and stuff around Vegas and just kind of random gigs, um, and I, I like just made a point like days earlier to just start saying no to hmm. things that aren't you know immediately promising or something like that mm-hmm. and so i asked sean i was like man i don't know i don't think so Who, who's the rapper and he goes oh i don't know i just met him it's this guy named rasar and i was like yo i'm in <laughs> <laughs> and just confirm you play um stand-up bass right yeah right, i also um, play electric though yeah. i have the electric here tonight so. Nice. so what was the decision to do the stand-up bass for the band just to like have more jazz feel to it or basically yeah definitely to keep keep jazz. that jazz influence nice. going that's awesome. definitely unique yeah. that's good so you guys that's how you guys came together 
Obviously, this was in 2015, correct? Yes. So what are your musical backgrounds besides, you you obviously went to school and studied jazz, but like, what are you fans of? What influences your, kind of your style? Uh, Man, I'll go. Um, Probably my first and probably still biggest influence was classical music. Just as a piano player, it was just so ingrained in my mind that that had to be the foundation of everything that I did. And it still is. Um, But aside of that, really like electronic music specifically electronic dance music is fun um and i try to incorporate that in like my playing and all that kind of stuff um in hip-hop hip-hop's all right i guess i'm up next um <laughs> trying to back off i'm the talking about i'm trying to like back not, off them, not say anything back right now. off yes. <laughs> um i was mainly influenced by like classic rock at first because i play guitar and that's kind of how it goes um yeah. and then i got into jazz like halfway through high school and that kind of changed everything nice. um and yeah i also listened to hip- a lot of hip-hop in uh like early high school and then that's my influences and then now i listen to I don't even know. Again, a lot of hip hop, um, R and B, soul. I love me the some, jazz some, too. Some thug and B, I call it. You know? <laughs> a lot of jazz fusion thug too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when I started playing the drums, I like I didn't even like music. It was it was just it's just something that I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like that's that too. Seriously, yeah, yeah, must yeah. be a drummer thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why that's why we play the drums, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, that is super funny. Out today. Yeah, no, I, it was just something that like I was good at in school, and so I did it. And I, I don't think I even enjoyed listening to music that much <laughs> until like high school when so I started funny. listening to jazz. Um, part of the reason could be that both of my parents only ever played country music oh. in the car. <laughs> it was That's the totally. only music that I ever heard. And so I was like, oh, this music thing, it's not, and you're not, talking it's like not happening. You're not talking like Willie Nelson country No, music. I'm talking like, Just like Keith Urban country. Yeah, okay. Pop country. <laughs> I can see why you were turned off to music. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and then in high school, I discovered jazz. And, uh, and yeah, I, right now, I listen to mostly jazz, uh, hip-hop. I listen to a lot of... Um, folk music like uh i'm super into punch brothers and a lot of the other projects that chris Thiele does i don't know if any of you guys heard of that but um but yeah i i kind of listen to a lot of different kinds of music who's your favorite drummer uh <laughs> i would say my favorite drummer right now is Questlove from the roots nice. um okay yeah Perfect. probably yeah probably the most like influential on my playing um was chad smith from the red hot chili yeah. peppers because when I when yeah, I first similar, similar styles, just like not extravagant, but just so solid. Right. In the yeah. And I see that in your your playing. I can hear that in your playing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was good. Drummer love. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <getting> <laughs> on tangents. No, I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> uh, my earliest influences were mostly um, hardcore German polka uh, yes. metal. Yeah, it's how does that like sound? Like, how does that sound for people like me? Yeah, <laughs> give us, give us uh, so like your favorite sign. <laughs> give me, give me, a, give me a sample. Give me a sample, please. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just it blends the the musical stylings of traditional German polka with uh, Norwegian black metal. Okay. Yeah, obviously. So. It sounds um, like dragons. I can't. I legit can't tell. Are you trolling us right now? 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was going to be true, so I was like, yeah. I kind of want to explore this. Yeah. Like, no, I'm gonna that would have explained this. so much about your playing. <laughs> Can you give us five bands? I want to listen to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Do you have any recommendations for our listeners who want to explore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have um, me, dude. You have my my actually my early influences I kind of have a similar story to Jeremy where uh, when I first started playing bass I remember my bass teacher asked me what do you like to listen to and I was like I don't really like to listen to music <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's for the That's same so reason weird. my dad yeah. only listened to modern country and my mom only listened to eighties hits which I can get down on now but when I was a kid no they I was you don't not, want to yeah yeah, yeah. your parents listen to it, it's like whack you know oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly anything your parents listen to is terrible mm-hmm. I still hate Madonna though. Yeah, Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric Clapton for me. I'm always you don't like Eric no, but I've oh. always played that. Same, oh, same gotcha. thing. And it's like yeah. now, now I listen to it. And it's like, oh, this is actually a pretty good song. Yeah. <laughs> He's this guy's pretty talented. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but after that, I got I, I got into hip hop in middle school because all my friends told me that that's what I was supposed to be listening to. And you know how middle school is, sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you gotta uh, be cool. You yeah. Exactly. Cool. So I listened to all that stuff, and then. Uh, I don't know. It's it's always been a very eclectic uh, um, group of, of inspirations for me. I, I just I listen to literally almost anything. I don't listen to modern country. <laughs> <laughs> what about modern polka? <laughs> yeah, I definitely no. I've I've actually never listened to polka, so that was uh, that was just not a great way to start that off. <laughs> <laughs> With a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But I think you can hear your diverse musical backgrounds mm-hmm. in your in your music De- yeah definitely and that's obviously like hip-hop yeah. themed I, but I, can t- mm-hmm. how about I like, you i like rap <laughs> <laughs> I like, um i think i have a different relationship with it i have always like deeply loved music but i never saw myself being a musician i mean i te- i don't play an instrument other than like my natural instrument yeah. and my, my voice but like I never thought I would be a rapper or anything like that. In fact, it was suggested to me when I was younger and it was absurd to me, but I had a deep fascination. I, on the other hand, loved my mom's music. Everything she listened to, like from the beginning, my first favorite song was Compared to What by Les McCann, Eddie Harris from the Swiss Movement album, 1969. My mom listened to like a ton of gospel music. So actually I don't bring that up enough, but like like James Cleveland and uh, a whole bunch of people like that. But um. All that Motown stuff was just amazing music, but also I didn't even find out until like a few months ago that my mom worked uh, when she was in college at Sac State. She was actually on the radio and she did the news, but I now understand why she has such a heavy jazz appreciation is because she did the news between the jazz show and she didn't tell me until like six months ago. (laughs) And that's why, so she like ran into a bunch of jazz cast that came through town. That's how she knew all that stuff when it was actually happening. And then so... um, I mean, I really owe a lot of that. And then just, I came up in, you know, one of the greatest eras, arguably the greatest area of hip hop, you know, like yeah, early golden 90s hip hop. You know, my we first my first memories, you know, as a toddler are, you know, De La Soul. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. just starting right there. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. influenced everybody. At least you had to like mm-hmm. give props at that point. You yeah. had to like, you know, recognize. I, I loved Michael Jackson deeply and all that like so all that stuff but then hip-hop you know it was everything you know r&b hip-hop i look my mom listened to luther vandross all the time and he's actually coming to reno <laughs> my parents my dad's a huge luther vandross luther vandross <laughs> my dad's a Damn, huge nah, fan. I, he's, I playing, he's playing uh st I patrick's day luther yeah. vandross <laughs> yes 
Looks like, you guys, <laughs> looks like you guys are coming back to Reno in March, right? If only they could see the look on your face. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm being trolled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. Dig. House is not a home. Dig. Uh. No, man, but... Uh, but then I got into hip hop and uh, like like for there was a moment it hit me in 1997. I picked up my four, my first Source magazine and it had one of the Bone Thugs on there. And I went on this trip and I had this older homie who was way more into hip hop than me. And we were listening to Puff Daddy, No Way Out, uh, B.I.G. Yeah, album. it's it's underrated because like yeah. you know, but it gets lost amongst the other things around there. It actually was really dope. There was a lot of musical quality to it, and uh, they also you know. B.I.G. Life After Death. And then I just went all the way in. I bought everything, every Tupac album, East Coast, West Coast, Down South. I just went crazy with it. And then, like, you know, TRL took over, but then they had like MTV jams and all the stuff. Like, I, I just became a fanatic about it, like, as, as an adolescent. So I would say that uh, mm -hmm. all that stuff kind of plays into it. But right now, I'm really getting into lo fi. I'm like I have yeah. like an obsession with lo-fi music and I have that same like I feel like a kid again where like I literally have an innocent fascination with like wow what is this you know that's where I'm at now nice yeah do you guys have any artists specific artists you guys are listening to now that you're really into hiatus coyote is my favorite band like of all time hmm. nice and they're, and they're active right now I, I'm in love with them <laughs> nice <laughs> I think the band loves Corey Henry. I think that's yeah. I was just gonna say Corey Henry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Snarky Puppy, Isaiah Sharkey. Um, you guys got some of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar. I don't know if you've oh, yeah. heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, we, oh, don't, yeah. we don't know about him. He's up yeah. and coming. I saw that guy recently. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he makes it. Playing halftime at some sporting event. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we got them new sneakers out too. Um, there, there's this wave of. Um, Piano player neo soul producers that I've been really into. Um, one of them's Rob Araujo, and uh, the other one's Anomaly. And they just like produce all their music, but it's like super neo soul combined with synthesis and electronic music, and it's just like the coolest. I thing feel ever. like that's where like a lot of that music is going. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a blending of the genres there. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I would I would also be remiss if I didn't mention um, Odyssey. Uh, he's my like dude my, from yeah, DC. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's incredible. I mm. loved it. Our first radio show, we each picked a song that represents us, and I picked an Odyssey song. Nice, oh. uh, uh, Chasing Lights. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I think everybody here like is pretty big chance the rapper fan too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice, that's yeah. good. I mean, it goes on, but yeah, yeah. So, so like, creative process, like. Does, do one of you guys write something? Does it a collaborative effort? Like what goes down? Because we always ask this to, we've talked with like with visual artists. Mm. We've talked with spoken word artists. We even had uh, our friend does uh, Dunnies. Yeah, he does. So we always like to hear people's how, like what's your creative process? Yeah, it's, it's kind of different all the time for every song or at least the, the starting point usually is. Um, someone will come in with a like a riff that Sean wrote on guitar or a bass line, uh, Rasar will have a, a lyrical idea. Or even sometimes, you know, someone will come to me with a drum beat or Rasar will come to us with a bass line or just like, it, it just takes one idea yep. uh, from one of us and then it's just sort of the five of us in a room uh, hashing it out together, throwing stuff back and forth until it turns into a, a song. Yep. 
Sounds yeah. sounds. I yeah. love that. That's, that's exactly. That's <laughs> kind of what we do. Yeah. Mostly, uh, also uh, some of our songs have come out of jams. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's true. In fact, one of the songs on our album, "Soul for You," which features uh, two very talented friends of ours, Butterscotch and Cameron Calloway, who's he's from Las Vegas, she's from Davis, and that literally came from the hiatus coyote show we did uh, back. At, we'd only been around for like. I don't know, like six months or something like that. And we got to play Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas and we opened for them on a very rainy night. And uh, it was just a crazy vibe there. And then like, you know, we ended our set and then they, they won the encore. And apparently that doesn't happen there because it's all like contracted stuff, like get off stage. But like it's the first time they said that the opening band has ever had an encore at yeah. Brooklyn Bowl there. Yeah, wow. that people, this how good That's they awesome. are. Yeah. Yeah. Shutting yeah. it down, I love Dude. it. And so yeah, that was my second show with this band. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 first was Life is yeah. Beautiful Festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like this is shit. the best band ever. Yeah. <laughs> that was the little ingredient you yeah. guys needed. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. a little bit of the keyboards in there. We got to you know, we got to bring them in right, but. Yeah, so we were we were doing it, and like there was this, and that's the great thing about working with jazz musicians like that. I mean, improv is so important. Yeah. yeah. And there was this moment where like, I mean, I'm ready to go, you know. And they're like, yeah, and they're like, keep going. I'm looking because I know it's I know it's contracted. I'm looking over, and the DJ the DJ was cool about it and everything. And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I was just like, and I look, I there was a moment of like intense like confusion or like, are we doing it? And it was like. <laughs> Let's go. And he went, Nick went right into a bass line. And it, went, it was like, boom, 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 And then we just went from there. And then it turned into this thing. And it was just this freestyle. And then they gave us the video later. And I was like, you guys, this is a song. Nice. Have you guys freestyled this on stage? Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask, because I've seen That's- you live, obviously. And you do some songs that aren't on your album. Or any of the, how much of that is just improvisation right on the stage? Um, it kind of depends on the location. Um, when we have like smaller, tighter shows, we we typically don't jam. But like tonight, there'll just be so much improvisation. Like our entire our entire first set, we played three sets, and the entire first set is usually just instrumental, completely improvised. And wow. we we try to do it without stopping. So it's just like this stream of consciousness of songs for forty five um, minutes. Yeah, and it usually goes by really fast. Like true jazz, really like fast. true jazz yeah. musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like in our actual sets, we we always make a point to put one jam in there. So one of us will start playing something, drum beat, guitar riff, or like a sexy piano thing. Hashtag humble brag right there. Yeah. I, see that. I like the voice. I like the voice. Um, <laughs> and then. In some shows, Rasar will literally go to the crowd and ask for three words to incorporate. Oh, that's how you do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we'll just make a song on the spot. Yeah, I think the, one, the show I was at, someone said like bubbles and like cheesecake yeah, and yeah. something. <laughs> and, like, people often bring up food. I noticed that. Like, are people just hungry? Are y'all hungry at our shows, man? <laughs> <laughs> we need to provide catering. We should, <laughs> we should sell food at the merch table. That'll be Ooh. Ooh. That would actually be a good idea. Leak snacks. You guys need to copyright that before someone steals. <laughs> yeah. That one's off the record. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, bleep, like, we'll bleep that out. Like yes. <laughs> Definitely want that redacted. But they'll, they'll, some people will come in with some really hard words. Yeah. to give to Rissar like they'll really try to stump him like I'll, like I feel like someone one time was like anti-disestablishmentarianism right no every now and then <laughs> and he'll rap it he'll yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. I actually prefer someone to drop when I can't and the thing that gets me and I it's but it's in the flow of things so I can't be like hey guys I'm gonna kill your joke right now 
But like, uh, there's always one. It's like, hey, I need three words, and it usually turns into five because people keep yelling. It's like, all right, and then <laughs> somebody's like, orange. But here's the deal. I never said I had to rhyme it. I just happened to. I said I'll use three words. So everyone thinks they're stumping me. I'll be mm. like, yeah, it's an orange braid or something. It doesn't matter. Like, I could just say something is orange. And then half the crowd's just going to be like, ah, oh, you uh, orange yeah, in your yeah, face. Exactly, yeah. But usually I will, like, try to land on the right. And that's one thing I really love. This, this band is so perceptive and really listens to each other. And there's just, if you watch our show, there's constant communication. Just like, oh, oh, oh. we're always, like, shifting stuff. And so. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's usually never complete words. And it's just usually like a wink or a nod or a, a, somebody throwing a hand or something. But a lot of times I can't look at them on that. And they can. A sexy wink. They can. <laughs> from this guy. And they can. They can feel when I'm going to say the word, and I've picked up. I think that's crazy. I never, like, sometimes I'll kind of build it, so it's like if you're really listening, you can see it's coming. But sometimes, like, wow, they're, like, locked in. They'll, yeah. like, drop out real quick for the one word and come back in. So it's I'm a always, good synergy. It's a great like, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah. So and you all, so all, of you, all of you were musicians prior to linking up, but you released, like, solo music, right? A lot of it, yeah. On your own, and then you guys kind of came together like, a, like mm-hmm. Voltron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys obviously have some strong political beliefs you kind of share in your music. Was that a conscious choice you guys talked about beforehand, or is that just something that naturally comes through? Um, I think, well, we had this one breakthrough talk. When we first got together, because I was, when we first, okay, I guess you have to go back from pre-leak time. So, like, a long time ago, I was like the political rapper, and I would I'd be remiss if I didn't say I was deeply influenced by Immortal Technique. Like that guy, like changed nice. my life for sure. You met for that sure. guy, fucking awesome. He's one of, like the realest. He started like I first when I first met him. Uh-huh. He was just like, we gotta stick together. Let's do the revolution. And I was just like, like very in, very intimidated <laughs> because I was just like, just sign my Yankee fitted head. Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, he's for but real. no, but he was just like, no, we're Latinos. We gotta stick together. Yeah, like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna fight the revolution together. And I was just like, I'm in. Yeah, like, I'm in. Like, sign me up, sir. Yeah, you don't have to convince me. I'm. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, and I saw him. I saw him in Vegas too. Yeah, when I went to yeah. school in Vegas because uh, remember uh, that one uh, store. I don't know if it's still there. The hip hop site. No, it was like no, right no, in front of right, of right in front of campus, uh, and they would do yeah, free shows. Uh, so I saw Dead Prez, Guapale, um, Immortal Technique, um, for free on campus. Wow, wow. that's Dead yeah. Prez, man. Let's get free. That's no, dope. no, no. Like, yeah, and like it was like up in the student union, uh-huh. and it was just so wild because I was all the way. I don't know if um, I was in Anthem because I ride BMX and ride in the skate park, mm-hmm. and I got a phone call. My boy, my roommate was like, Caesar, get the, wherever the fuck you are, get the fuck back here. And I'm like, Uh. what's wrong? You know? And he's just (laughs) like, nothing's wrong, but, uh, it's a free show with Dead Prez, Immortal Technique, and Guapale. Yeah. So I told the boys at the skate park, see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to go see Dead Prez. They're like, who the fuck's Dead Prez? I'm like, don't fucking worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> and just like smash. Like, yeah. That 30-minute drive was like 15. Right. And, like, <laughs> and I parked by campus, like, and I like walked up, and it was fucking amazing. But Man. that's my little tangent. With no, me. no. Immortal Technique, extremely powerful artist. Mm. And actually, I went back and like, 
no one ever called me out on it, but I think there were people that knew it. And I, I realized I was so heavily influenced by him. Like, you know, sometimes people are like, I won't say I was a knockoff immortal technique, but I, it affected my inflection. Or like, I, it gave me more courage to speak on like blatantly like political controversial things that are now that, you know, YouTube wasn't popping at that time. And a lot of websites didn't exist. You didn't have a lot of things. So it's like, all you could do is like, hear certain music or like your homie had like this weird documentary that was like took you know or uh you had to do this thing called read books and it's just like, <laughs> like salute to reading you know books. Yes. Like it was, i tell that people all the time read a fucking book right like, it's, <clears throat> it's it's in fact i actually credit immortal technique for making me want to read a lot because he said it at the end I think his song Fourth Branch on Revolutionary Volume 2 but okay so I think that's a good album <laughs> I know exactly, I believe it was I know exactly what he said <laughs> I know exactly I know exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. at least this year yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no no but uh, anyway so I'd gone through a lot I'd already done like jazz funk reggae I'd gone th I'd worked with so many bands already I think that's what helped be ready for guys of this caliber that I'd already like worked with a bunch of different flavors but you know a lot of times that's like party stuff and like people aren't really listening to what you're doing and it's cool but it's more about the energy and the flow and the patterns people don't really care if you're talking about the revolution or if they're talking about we're gonna do it on up and we're gonna really party and i just learned like to find that medium so like basically by the time i got to these gentlemen i had kind of gotten into a rebranding where i didn't need to rely on like also i was older like when you're 19 and you start learning stuff about the world and you learn all this you're stuff ready to go fake, fuck shit up, yeah. you know and that <laughs> right. was my energy when i came out they got to see me just discovering oh my god like i've been lied to but by the time <laughs> i met them it's like you're awakening <laughs> yeah. yeah but by the time i got to this gentleman it was like i know like yeah let's so but I remember we had this talk and I wasn't sure if I should bring that to them. I wasn't sure if it would be fair to represent everybody like that. I remember we used to do uh, rehearsals and stuff like that over at Nick's house and we had this talk that changed everything. And um, I just remember we started, we had a common ground. We realized we all loved Interstellar or we had least interest in it if we had not seen it. And then we, were, we started talking about time travel and interdimensional <laughs> stuff. Okay. And then I was like, oh, these guys are weird, okay. <laughs> and then we eventually had like talked, we kind of like talked about religion and some other things. And we're like, oh, okay. We're like open to just exploring a bunch of stuff. So then songs like Democracy Manifest and the Freak, Frequency is mistakenly taken only as just like a fun party song. I'm talking about sacred geometry, cymatics, you know, meditation, the golden mean, kundalini, all that stuff. But it sounds like a, like a fun party song. But I felt free to do that once I realized that we were all open to that, you know. So, yeah, it was you guys are on You guys are on the same page. Yeah. So it just made it like, once again, that energy, that synergy between you guys. And you see it when you guys play. Because like everything you explain, like I see, I just see it. But know? I think that is a conversation you have mm -hmm. to have. Like you can't just be like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm going to go out here and say some very strong political shit. Right. Hope you guys are on board. Exactly. <laughs> People might not like us. Exactly. Yeah, have you guys had fans or like turn away or get comments on like websites and stuff just saying, you know. Never. Fr Everyone from, loves us. Right. <laughs> Especially the alt-right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got one, but uh, if you guys... No, I have one specifically. I've I've heard a few comments, but nothing too mm -hmm. angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people sometimes be like, "Oh, that song was a little weird." Uh, but uh, no, if if you we if go you saw, there, though. you know, 
We got some. Story. <laughs> uh, what was interesting, actually, our song, our video, Democracy Manifest, actually helped me get rid of a Facebook friend I had been meaning to delete for about five years. Nice. Or <laughs> just do it. Like, no, it was like, this guy was a habitual line stepper. And uh, he <laughs> basically, Caesar. you know what I'm saying? I always no, because he did, he did introduce himself as such. And, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we had we had uh, found some common ground, and then but then he would always do. Some, I would say so. He's that guy that like could be like, "Wow, man, like I like chili cheese dogs, yeah, man." But Obama doesn't want us to have that. Like, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, dude? He's that guy, and uh, he would always, or I, I'd say something, and then he would just be like. I would say something that alluded to slavery and then like he'd be like, yeah, you know, the first guy to own slaves in America was black. I'm like, true. Or like, or, but it's like, <laughs> so that's, that's, not, that's, okay. like, that's not what I, <laughs> you, that doesn't change the whole narrative. And so he's yeah. that guy. So yeah, we, have, just, we have someone like that. It's black. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I announced, we all announced that Democracy Manifest uh, was going to come out and, you know, we, we deal with a lot of things, specifically JFK, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. And we didn't give it all away, but it was like, yo, y'all got to get ready. Like, we're about to, this is about powerful thing. And people were like, oh, I can't wait and everything like this. And I said nothing about who's in the office today. I said nothing about race or anything like that. It's just like, it's going to be one of the most powerful, like, political things that we just want everyone to wake up or something like that. And everybody's like, yeah. And then he came on out of nowhere <laughs> and he just starts talking about your boy up in DC and everything. And he thought it, so I'm going to say it, he thought it was like an anti Trump thing. It has nothing to do with him. The song was written in 2015. We didn't even know that the guy was going to make it to the primaries mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Right. But he, and that's how people are. People have this worldview that shapes everything they do. It and shapes so, everything they see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're so easily mm-hmm. triggered and they swear you're talking about them or their beliefs. It's like, no, we're just saying things that apply through multiple timelines. Mm-hmm. If you would just like get off of your like high horse and just like listen and think about how this applies to things other than what you believe in you might learn something but this guy he just needed to go in and and then i didn't i just watched it all burn and my comment section was lit <laughs> people oh, i, I didn't even that. know dude i remember that that's good for the algorithm he started yeah, calling yeah. me but he, he tried to pull my car and so like i remember you win like i sold out or something i sold out and then like the thing was was like basically like we do get that sometimes like I, I hate this sort of listeners. Like, I like my music. I like my musicians do my music and my, I don't like politics. I'm like, right. I'm a Have person. you ever listened to music yeah, before? Right? We're people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live strictly by politics yeah. and all that stuff. But if we want to say it, we're human beings. Yeah, we deserve mm-hmm. to say it. So who are you to tell me how I should spre- express well, myself as an artist? I mean, hip hop is you know? born from... That's exactly like where it came yeah. from. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like all music comes from Something. somewhere like Some that. Sort of. Yeah, people especially jazz. And like yeah. Some of these music that are yeah. made by people who mm-hmm. are oppressed yeah. or exactly. lower down in, in society. That's where like all that like fire comes from. That's how you get a Jimi Hendrix. That's how you get yeah. the blues. You mm-hmm. get it from real struggle and strain and, and controversy. So it was just like... It was like, but people tore him to shreds. And then I didn't even say, I didn't tell him to do that. And then he got mad at me. But then it was like, I was also like, dude, clearly you haven't been listening. He was talking about like, you change. I'm like, no, 
You haven't been listening. I was like this 10 years ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mortal Technique. Mortal, Mortal Technique told me. You're like, I'm yeah. more refined now. What exactly. are you talking about? I was wilder back in the day. So yeah. got rid of him, but that was kind of wild, man, because he was like, he was getting reckless, man. And <laughs> it was, I was like, are people going to fight? Yeah. And the video wasn't even out. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. He had not seen it. He had, of course not. It, yeah. Yeah. Their, his comments aren't based on facts. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was the one that I could think of. And then the woman last night told me to look her in the eyes. But that was weird. That was weird. That wasn't political, though. Cochina. But uh, so outside of like music, is there anything else that inspires you? Like an example, like I shoot photography and I like. Uh, um graffiti and stuff like that so when i shoot my street photography a lot of the times i put like a muralist in the background you know mm. something happens so anything outside of music that influences your guys's game uh for me it's a lot a lot to do with nature i love mm. being outside in nature i love to travel um this last summer i actually i went to thailand Ooh. And I uh, I spent most of the time hiking. Uh, we only went to the beach like one day. We just went hiking the whole time, and yeah. it was nice. beautiful. Um, so a, a lot of that, and uh, I meditate almost daily now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah so nice. Grabbing some inspiration from those things from mostly. Those things. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Anyone else? Yeah, share. Mm -hmm. Um. I uh. Shit. How do I say this? <laughs> Um, I try, I try to train my, my like actual body as much as I train my musical talent. Cause I, I kind of see it as like one whole vessel. And if I keep perfecting everything in this vessel, it'll just keep, um, perpetuating forward. Per yeah, exactly. I got you. Keep, keep my, my energy open. Mm -hmm. So I, I do a lot of fitness stuff. Um, I started playing basketball two years ago in, I love shit talking people, even though I'm bad. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of, I kind of see, that's good that's I good. kind of see us as like a basketball team every yeah. time. Yes, we play together. And the, yeah. like, basketball and jazz—that's a good analogy. Yeah, like yeah. I hand it off yeah. to you, and then I, you give it to somebody with a better shot, and then we all mm -hmm. just—we kind of just—I yeah. mean, we win every night. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, taking, taking that W. The yeah, fab, the Fab Five um, right here. Love basketball. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's about it for it's me. It's a great metaphor. I mean, Nick mm -hmm. and I played in, in high school and all that stuff. And, like, so I definitely come in. Like, I'm a huge fan of Coach Wooden. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I know people used to go to players. But, like, I mean, we, we love all the great players. But, uh, uh, you know, Phil Jackson and all the other people. And just, just the concept of, like, we, I mean, we huddle before most of our shows. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff to it. But what he just said actually really struck a nerve. Uh, we really do kind of – ironically – Jeremy is not really a fan of sports at all, <laughs> but he's also arguably the most athletic in that he's the only one who's done a tough mutter. Nice. So, so it's like multiple yeah. times. Right? Dude, that's like good. Four of them, I, got, right? I got a bunch of friends four. that do that too. Have you yeah. done the one in uh, wild. here at Squaw? Yeah, there's one. No, 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 yeah, there's one up here. Vegas and um, San Bernardino. Nice. Mm. But um, though I was I actually nice segue because I probably was gonna mention that as one of the things that uh, inspire me. Um, I feel like I, I I'm probably a lot less consistent than Jason as far as like working out every day and like caring about my body and stuff. <laughs> but, but, um, I, I try to make a habit to schedule all, uh, all these tough mutters into my life just sort of so that I have something, uh, to work towards. And 
just just the the process of like trying to get myself back into shape and then sort of like overcoming the fear of doing all the obstacles and stuff like that it's it's a big source of um uh, I guess self empowerment mm-hmm. and it I, I find that when when I'm feeling like musically uninspired or just like not super into things that are going on in my life mm-hmm. um if 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 I have that to like work towards or if like i'm I'm doing that it just sort of reframes my whole it's good perspective you, you get that self-confidence back yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. you're not gonna get it like say you're like on a writer's block or like whatever mm. that self-confidence from something else to boost that self-confidence and then next thing you know when you go back to music yeah like, i think yeah, totally yeah i coach the basketball team at my school. i think people mm-hmm. underestimate how much like competing in sports helps you in other areas of your life just Absolutely. because it builds that confidence you know like especially as a performer it's it takes a lot to go out there and like put your personal a, yeah. creation in front of people and you know if you got you can get inspiration and confidence from elsewhere in your life always helps i think that's cool that uh you incorporate that but i and, didn't think of it that way until and you i really it. think it's good with the 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 body and then the mind too because like a lot of people strong and smart mm-hmm, strong and smart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when I like read interviews about like an example is like Joel Ortiz is like one of my favorite rappers right now. That's and an he, MC right there. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, when I was bigger, it was harder to perform. But now mm-hmm. that I work out, cause it's obviously you guys are putting out like two hours out there, you know, standing up, giving your all every time. And he's like, once I started, um, working out and doing better, Every, like the show became easier it was like a less of a strain and i could just perform to my highest potential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's something i from immortal technique i remember if you haven't seen it the art of war or the art of rap oh it's yeah, a documentary. yeah that documentary ice, ice so he, thing, yeah. he talked about how he used to work out before he wrote and that's something i started doing was like i would go to the gym or i'd do yoga hmm. and then i would sit down and write like after working out it's hmm. just like you you're like your body's feeling good, you know, and like you're sweating and mm-hmm. he, he, he attacked his writing like he attacked a workout and that's yeah. something I, yeah. I took from, from him. That's dope. Sean, well, we know what Sean's main love and interest outside of this band is, but if we're going to go the serious route, what it, what inspires you outside of music before we get to the thing we I know? I don't know. That's, that's kind of a hard uh, question. Um, I mean, I also like nature, like Nick, uh, said earlier i try to go hiking pretty frequently and i like travel obviously and luckily as a band we get to travel very frequently to beautiful places like truckee california um (laughs) and reno (laughs) (laughs) reno's my favorite place oh you guys don't have to yeah reno (laughs) reno inspires me a lot um but um no um actually most people in the band probably don't know this but uh, i used to read a lot of history books um, that kind of inspires me. I'm not sure why, but just does. Maybe looking. I'm, at the a, past. I'm a history teacher, so yeah. there you go. I enjoy I that. Know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Seeing the past and how it connects to the present is mm-hmm. uh, inspiring. The present, the present, the, the present. present. Also, that's all a cover for the fact that his one and only concern and obsession is. I love course. my dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog is yes. it? Um, she's a Maltese mix. Um, she's really cute. Um, her name's <laughs> Billy. Billy. B-I-L-L-I-E. Bring her on tour. 
Ah uh, no. Yeah, no. Well, be, she did so come to Sacramento. Wait, Billy she, like she Billy the, Holiday, like the exactly song. that real full disclosure. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Holiday, Billy's Holiday, our song. <laughs> literally, it was his idea to make a song about his dog. <laughs> the idea to even reference her songs and all that stuff was an afterthought. Yeah. <clears throat> the idea was like they came up with some music and he's like Billy Billy or something like that. <laughs> I, was, I asked him. I was like, "What do you want to call it, Sean?" He's like, "Oh, uh, just call it Billy." And I was like. I'll write Billy's Holiday. <laughs> that was a, one of the few times one of my jokes actually got Jeremy to laugh. And I and I was on. It was one of the few times they rehearsed without me and jammed without me. I was on the road. It was like May or something. It was like May or for whatever reason I was on the road uh, doing my solo stuff. And then I came back and I was like, they had that. And I was like, well, they had a batch of songs, but that one was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I knew from the moment I heard, I was like, we got one with this. Like, I, In fact, I had to be very careful. I was worried that I wasn't going to give it the proper treatment because I was like, this is sophisticated. This is this is just another Some of the level. changes in that song are, are pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I, Even you, the you're chorus, always kept the off balance freaking where like, that song goes. I like it. No, uh, um, I guess I I didn't uh, I didn't answer, but I think that um, like Nick said, you know, meditation, and I'm more of like the I would say I'm the hippie of the group. I mean, kind of tell from my hair and stuff like that, but like uh, I've been uh, really big into spirituality, um, anything like just. I think it started out looking into Buddhism and just, and then I got into a lot of the. Like conspiracy stuff, you know. Quite frankly, you know, like we I'm talk on, about conspiracies. I'm on a Skynet tip podcast. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's we, not a flat Earther, though. Yeah, right? no, not a flat so Earther. Like, Skynet for sure. Yeah, we're not down with the flat Earth people, but we right. delve a lot in conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. Skynet. So, I'm here. So, like, I think that that was eye opening, and I'm also like really big. I'm the vegan in the band, uh, and that's the thing. And like, um. It's interesting. Like I'm really passionate about it, though. But you know, it's um, I didn't like introduce them. In fact, the interesting thing about it, I talk about it more now, or like, but I've been this way. I've been vegetarian since 2005. I've been vegan since I was, since like 2011. Of course, there's like sometimes like okay, there is cheese in that. I'm not, I'm not like a strict vegan where I'm like, yo, son, like I'm gonna die. I've actually accidentally, <laughs> I've accidentally eaten meat I in the last like, like two years. I I legitimately thought I was having a vegan pizza, and like I found out like after the fact and you know i was like you know i didn't mean to do that but like i didn't get sick i didn't worry about it but like it didn't change me like oh that means i can go back but i fully embrace it i have a lot of reasons i read a lot of like health books and i watched a lot of documentaries i fully enjoyed what the health and uh i found honestly in the like in the last few months i found a deeper compassion for animals and i finally watched i'm sure you guys have heard about that documentary called the cove I had heard about it. If you haven't seen it, it's this documentary about uh, this whole like dolphin market over in Japan where like they do this thing for like it's a rare thing where they like eat dolphins. But the way that they get them, it's kind of illegal, but it's not. It's it's very controversial. And like it's it's not just Japan, but this is just one place where they focus on it. But I haven't seen Blackfish yet, but all of a sudden I've just gotten I feel so much compassion for the animals and like. Uh, the, I'm not sure if you guys heard about the Yulin Dog Festival. Like, people get upset about that mm-hmm. in the West. People don't like it when you say that you torture and eat dogs or cats. That's wild to them. But if you say you eat other animals, it's like, it's well, okay. that's cool. Yeah, but, but don't touch my cat. Don't touch my dog. I 
whether or not it's popular, I've, I'm like, uh, I want to extend that love to all of them. That's where I stand. And, and so it's, yes. but at the same time, there's a love and respect. I'm willing to share, like, I don't lecture the guys about the way that they eat and stuff like that. But if they ever wanted to, like, they've heard me talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've had, like, respectful exchanges about it. And it's, it's like, and, and also, they make jokes about, like, the vegan car, like, when I ride with this guy and stuff. <laughs> but I think they, they know that I'm coming from a place of, like, I don't devote myself to anything that I haven't researched and don't have like real reasoning behind. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. No, just like the same thing. Like we got a friend, Nick and he's like a salute, Nick. Yeah. Salute to Nick. He's trying to be like, be a bodybuilder and stuff like that. Straight vegan diet. Right. And just gets all his, he's always, and he's always like sharing mm-hmm. information. On he doesn't his like preach, but he just like, Hey, like this is what's up. The weird thing mm-hmm. is like people attack him all the time. Yeah. That's exactly. it. And it's crazy. That's and I'm like, it. why? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like, he's just saying, he'll just like, post here. something about, mm-hmm. like, this is what I believe. Doesn't say you, you know, need like, to do this. He or doesn't you need to do preach that. to anyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, people will, I see all the time people argue with him on Facebook about it. And I'm yeah. like, why do you care what he's doing with his body and his life? A lot of times mm-hmm. it'll be people are like, I'll just be sitting down. I, I actually don't like to because the introvert thing, remember? So I'll just, mm-hmm. I don't like people talking to me while I'm eating. Leave me alone, <laughs> dude. Do your thing. Yeah. So I'll be sitting there and I, I won't always like, eating with groups of people and since i started it I'll, I'll be like i'll have the fries or like i'll I'll have the veggie burger and i'm not trying to be like a punk about it it's just like i don't need to announce it and then what they'll be like are you vegetarian and that conversation strikes and <laughs> he's you're like just, yeah. so yeah. what made you become that how long have you been mm-hmm. where do you get your protein also i'm like dude i'm just chilling where do you yeah. get your protein that's yeah. like the Always go-to the question, question. Yeah. yeah just in case you haven't noticed i haven't died yet yes. yeah i don't have any serious disease? Like, do you have to take no. vitamin D every day? And like you guys, you guys, this food is great too. Cause like uh, when I go to Austin, Texas, a bunch of friends are like uh, vegans and stuff, uh, and they're like, "Ah, Caesar, I know you eat meat, and we're in Texas. Can we go get at a vegetarian spot?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you yeah. guys, this food tastes so good. <laughs> you you, you guys have to make it taste so You're good, right, you know." Right, right. And a, a good friend, mm-hmm. some good friends of ours, salute to uh, Ian and uh, Carly. They have a. A vegan food truck in Reno is voted oh, the most, most popular food yeah, truck. You got to check it out. What's yeah. Ian's last name? Macintosh. <laughs> Macintosh yeah. I don't know him. I thought I knew. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. I saw him last night. Salute to you. But yeah, where, yeah. Where, no, they're awesome. They're so good. And like, I'm like, yeah, give no, me all, all the sauces, all the veggies, vegan everything. burritos mm-hmm. and sandwiches, and it's delicious. Yeah. Oh, don't, You're making don't. me really hungry right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. No, and then they, they put it in gold foil, and you know how brown people love gold. Foil. <laughs> <laughs> That's also tight, you know? What's oh, up? Yeah. I never thought of that, but yeah. it does yeah. make me feel special. When yeah, I it does. Foil. It's almost like the golden ticket, uh, Charlie. The golden the ticket. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was thinking, you know? I got a golden ticket. Yeah, yeah um, man. So we just been, yeah, I mean, that's what we do, but also like our MO is tour new album that's where we're at leak 2.0 let's hit this road let's put this new music out let's reach the people like that's really what's keeping this band going and rocking because after you've kind of conquered whatever your original goals are it's like well what are we doing here you know like we've we've made our name in vegas in sacramento places like Truckee have been nice to us and we've gone a lot of other places but it's like it was what we could do for ourselves. We're fortunate enough now to be on a booking agency. Shout out to Blue Sun Entertainment and our, our booking agent, Jesse's been like a blessing to us. Actually came through playing Moody's. Uh, the guy like saw us here and he came at the right night. I mean, it's on, quite honestly, 
uh, some about Moody's. It's always the right night here. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's specifically second, but I don't know what happens in that third set. It doesn't matter what song we're playing. It doesn't matter what we start with, where we end, who's there. It could be tourists. There's some energy. And oh, man, oh, million. <laughs> yo, uh. yo, that's a whole thing. People fall over. People almost fell over his expensive stuff. Pretty much was, every show at Moody's, someone almost falls on all of our Or here. does fall and <laughs> knocks <laughs> over everything. Small, yeah. They get lost This is a pretty sauce? small. Yeah. They oh, get they're lost. Very lost. They're in the sauce. They find their way out of the sauce. Uh, so saucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're all the, like, I can't tell you, but like, I think there's a genuine excitement amongst all of us because we've been, we've, we played New York and that was really cool. But the majority of, we just kind of scaled it back and we're like, you know what? It worked. It worked. Like sometimes you don't just have to overexert yourself, you, you know, you know, quality over quantity. We could have played like 20 different places where like no one shows up and, you know, get right. no money or anything like that. And sometimes we still, you know, you, you, it, it fluctuates. But we decided like, yo, we already know the markets were popping in. Let's hit those like a lot harder mm-hmm. and consistently do it. And then we'll meet the right person who will help us expand. And that's what happened. So now we're going to Colorado, New Mexico. So one thing I would say to any artist is like, maybe don't try to worry about like trying to reach everybody. Just own your niche, own your thing to the point where people come to you. Yeah, because I always tell people, be a big fish in your small pond first before you go try to be a big fish in a bigger pond. Straight up. You know, like control where you're at. And then if, if you do good there, obviously you're doing something good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you could, then you could expand, you know, like don't just be baby steps sometimes, you know. Right. Like you got to think about chess. Always, yeah, like, always that one line in one of your songs, like um, overnight success, take three years. Or what is that? Oh line? man, it's oh, a yeah. soul for you. Yeah. Uh, Most overnight successes have taken took at least a couple years. years. Yeah, yeah. and actually, people don't see. You know, that yeah. was like inspired by like a Prince quote that I'm gonna like paraphrase, but it was like <laughs> it was like. Um, every overnight success. It was it was almost verbatim actually. Mm-hmm. Did I bite Prince? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey. It was like that's a good person. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was something to the effect of like about how overnight successes it and takes, then something about mm-hmm. years. It yeah. wasn't like verbatim, but uh-huh. it was like that idea. And I thought that was dope. Yeah, there's you know? this uh this yeah. guy like salute to Dallas Penn. But um takes 10 years to be like an overnight success you know because you got to grind all that time then all of a sudden like something happens and then you just break out into the mass media and then everyone's like oh where did this guy come from it's like obviously they don't see all the work yeah obviously he's been doing shit forever Mm -hmm. or she's been doing shit Mm -hmm. doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it just now it just finally made it to the pop you know scene almost everybody that ever broke Mm -hmm. out like they've never just been like, oh, I'm no. gonna sing one week, and then like six <laughs> months later, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I am fucking Selena. Yeah, you don't just go right. right. You don't go right like the perfect album the first time. No, but it's just like unless, unless you're like Nas or something. You know? But I mean, like even <laughs> he, we had that talk. He, he, was, he was right before he wrote Illmatic. Yeah. He yeah. was right for right. right. three years and years and years. Yeah, exactly. but also, but like at 14 or 15 he or was, whatever. He was like 17. He was, but wild. he wrote him at 14 or 15 though. Nas yeah. is something else, man. Yeah. So that's another. That's another conversation. But also coming <laughs> yeah. from jazz, I mean, his his father Oludara. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's, yes. mm-hmm. that's that connection. That musical inspiration, like, there's just. Um, but yeah, all right, we're going on tangents again. Yeah. yeah. So uh, at this point, we're gonna we're gonna play one of your songs in the. We're not gonna play it. For, Am I the we're leaders? gonna play it on the, the podcast. Up. So we'll take. Like, Am a, I the prettiest? Little break. Show Am I the baddest? Toughest? Mofo low down around this town. Show up. Rossar. The Shogun, 
of 11th Street Records. And we are the League. Staring at this apparition, a ghost of my former self trapped in tradition. When I don't like what I see, I tend to cover it up. But got the nerve to talk about women with makeup. We all put on too much, and fit we're not enough. Then pushing away, lady love, they've been craving a touch. But it's love if it don't come from yourself. So many suffer depression, so emotional health seems to be more important than I choose to admit. My reflection tells me the truth is I'm a new for these thick personalities. Y'all, no matter your locality, we all in mortal combat and into fatality. Royal to earth, right to the first, Mother Nature, loyal to earth, that's how we're meant to be reversed. It's all temporary, since they're in the temple, every one's a sanctuary. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, who is the top narcissist of them all? Mirror, mirror, on the wall, show me who I was before my ego got involved, y'all. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, criticize myself, I can talk about y'all. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, too many more is proud, cause my whole Perceptions and the bigger enemy. When we don't live authentically, but we pretend to be manifestors or phantoms, holding moments for ransom. No more soldiers and lovers deeper than we can fathom. Vanity's still a fashion, automatic reaction. Press without a slack and unpredictable passions. That's what the masters of propaganda have had to reckon. Crushing every movement, the masters are chasing after. Would you recognize your soul? Have you truly taken time to figure out what's in control? We have to find our time, block it up. you guys kind of ex- talk about that song what how it was brought about or because it's, it's, it's it. caesar's mm, favorite yeah, right I now i love it word um I'll, I'll kick it off basically um 
it came out of that was actually one of the songs that came out of a jam the original groove for it we were doing a gig uh back in 2015 while we were working on the first album actually and you'll notice and it's kind of a pet peeve of nick but then i have to remind him like i'm capturing stuff i'm getting social media but he's like it looks unprofessional to have your phone it looks like you're just texting Mm -hmm. but I mean, these guys do some crazy stuff off the top, and I, I, I try to get the voice memo, or uh, I gotta, you know, do a video of it. And so it was one of those voice memos that only I had. And then, like two, three months later, I kind of showed it to them, and we kind of just jammed it and just kind of came up with it. And then, uh, but it wasn't, it definitely wasn't what it became, where it just goes all these different places. That was kind of their idea to kind of let's just, let's just mess it up you know yeah like i remember the first time hearing it and we wrote that like initial groove i was like so this is kind of boring (laughs) like it was it was it was good and it had a good hook but i was like this we just need to like do some shit to it so i remember when i came up with the second verse thing that eventually became the reggae thing at the end um and it was just uh we just turned it into like this musical journey and we usually end end shows with it and just kind of just blow our loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we do this thing now where like each one of us uh, will yeah. take a solo over that slow reggae section and then Rosaro will do his insane last verse uh, <coughs> and it ends a cappella. And at that point, the entire audience is just so blown away that they, they feel like they can never listen to any music again <laughs> <laughs> because we've ruined music for them. Were they snapping humble, humble fingers brag, too? Humble brag. Uh, finger snaps. Like doing their shit. They're all sad. They're like I don't know, but like when crying, they, like, they the most beautiful. Like in the video when they do pan to the audience, they're just like, oh. and I'm just like, ah, oh, shit. No, the, the haven't video, heard good music ever. The, the music that you guys played, that was the, the stripped down like three piece one. Yeah, I think uh, the one on YouTube is the one I've been seeing a lot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When well, I mean, with the whole obviously with the whole band, it's like a lot different. Yeah, but yeah. Like it gets like really crazy mm-hmm. uh, when we play it live. It, I mean, like Jason said, it's it's become like a huge closer for us. Yeah, I think that um, like lyrically, you know, mirror mirror. I actually I wasn't even referencing the like, and then the, we could go Mandela effect on it, whether or not you know it says that, but. Uh, I was referencing Slick Rick actually, even though I know he didn't come up with that. But I was paying homage. I try to make like sometimes old school hip hop homage. So it was really about like self reflection. That was the whole idea of like, and I wanted to be like. One of the most important lines to me was like, um, you know, who's the top narcissist of them all, and like, um, show me who I was before my ego got involved, like. I just wanted to make it, I wanted to like really expose like vanity. To me, it was like a commentary on like selfie culture, which we're all kind of like a part of when we're, the, especially as artists, even if you aren't as a person, this show business, it's all about show like, me. Take pictures and we, post. We so yeah, yeah. We're doing IG stories of this interview because yeah. it's important to continue to make that connection, even if that's not what you would do in your like regular life. And then there's a bunch of people who find all this validation and and there's various levels of self-esteem that have to do with it, a lot of projection. And I think at least where I was coming from lyrically was like the interconnectedness of like society. And um, basically a lot of times we're triggered or, you know, it's like a big word, but like, uh, you know, that everyone's using now. But I mean, a lot of times like that dude, the dude was triggered by me saying I was going to do a video and like he... 
he saw in me what's really in himself. He thought I was being confrontational. So it's like, it's kind of more like, or I even make a line that actually, I've never said this before, I almost changed it because, and it's not like a cuss word, if anyone hasn't noticed, I don't cuss in my raps. But like, there's this line where I felt actually uncomfortable saying, um, but got the nerve to talk about women with makeup. And if you see some performances, I say, I say people with makeup because I know how deep those self-esteem issues are specifically for women and i've known so many who've like honestly like cut themselves and, and had uh eating disorders because they have so much shame and confusion over their body and i i've been misinterpreted sometimes when people only hear a line and i was i was admittedly afraid people were were gonna think i was shaming women for wearing makeup as opposed to making a commentary on them feeling like they can't always just be accepted naturally but i decided ultimately to keep that line because even if it does offend someone i want them to ask me and let me know like no i do think you are beautiful as you are let's have this discussion no yeah like very self-reflective yeah because like especially like with the mirror mirror being self-reflective and the makeup and like because yeah you don't say women you know you say everybody or whatever it is because like because everyone does everyone puts up Mm -hmm. a facade all the time you know they want to like portray themselves as like strong powerful whatever the situation is but not everyone's like that and you're not you like know? that all. you're not anyway all the time yeah exactly we all put on the mask and that was Every, another yeah. reason i was like i don't want to be like is he just like talking about women it's like no, no like that's said everybody point. we yeah. all got a we all put a bit some. of a veneer mm-hmm. yeah cool that's D- uh, that mirror mirror uh, song, hopefully uh, our listeners go out there and listen to more of your music you guys are available everywhere, right? iTunes, Spotify, yep, wherever all people streaming platforms. can yep. consume their music, however they do it. Yeah, and it's uh, L-I-Q-U-E, not yes. leak. Like, there's a leak in the faucet, you know? <laughs> you <guys laughs> like, tell the story behind the name? Yeah. We didn't ask you. Or is it that. French or something? I don't even know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. It's French? No, but it's actually inspired by a French woman. And then I found it, and then there were some French people that saw us play on the block, a block party in Sacramento a few months ago. And uh, she told me about this artist who's, is this about Leek? Is this, you know, Leek? And I was like, uh, no, but tell me about it. I looked it up. I got to look it up again. But uh, um, I'm going to speed through this. I'm going to do this in 75 seconds. Bet. All right. Don't believe you. Counting. <laughs> I'm counting. I'm counting. Peep game. So my homegirl Butterscotch, who is responsible for me traveling the world, one time we went over to Switzerland. We had a German band. They saw that their German band was also playing Switzerland. So after our gig, which happened to be with that guy that sings, you're beautiful, we go to this little jazz club, and this German band's playing. And honestly, they were playing very straight ahead, and it was a little boring. But then they started doing their solos, and all of it was very dry. But then it got to the one guy, and everybody was reverently silent, and it got right to that, and everyone's listening. And then it gets really crazy, and we're all into it. And right at this peak moment, right where it's about to go, this one woman just goes ha! and she leans back and it's utterly silent i'm looking at all these people no one understands the show's over i turn to the guys i asked him what was she no one knows what i saw why don't you ask her so bruno and hendrick and klaus they all tell me to go over to her i don't know if she can speak english and i say excuse me what were you laughing about she goes you ain't leak i say what <laughs> and she goes you don't need leak yeah, look it up on the YouTube. And she was obviously like on some jazz snob stuff, like offended by me. I tell them the story. 
go back and they're like, oh, y'all, she's going to be friends. Oh, and everybody's laughing and stuff. So then I come back and this band gets together. I tell them the 30-minute version of this story and I don't know what I'm saying because I couldn't understand it and they recognized the lick that I was doing. I didn't even know I was doing a lick. And somebody says, I love that video. It turns out there's a video called The Lick. There's a common lick that is mainly in jazz, but it's across genres. And the dude played the lick during his solo. And she caught it, and none of us did. And she was mad at me for not knowing what it was. And so the big joke is, you don't know the leak. And the goal is, maybe one day, someone will ask her, and they'll be talking about us. <laughs> nice. Mic drop. Hope so. Nice. <laughs> that was honestly the fastest he's ever told that story. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it was over 75 seconds. Definitely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Hey, I just got back from Georgia, man. I'm on a different time. Georgia? <laughs> the country. Georgia. <laughs> so we always like to do silly rapid fire questions. All right. We try and come up with specific ones. Something like Some are the same, but some are specific for you guys being from Vegas. So we'll just start, and then we'll go around, and each of you can just give the one-word answer. Oh, God. So the first one we asked everyone, it's kind of like the college question. Pizza or burger? Pizza. Pizza. Burger. Burger. Pizza. Boom. All right. Uh, the next one, uh, I live in Vegas, so it's Roberto's or Fausto's? Roberto's. 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 Never been to either, but Roberto's. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't. But I like Fausto's or Chorizo burritos. I've heard Roberto's. I've never, been, I've never been to Fausto's. Fausto's is so like in, in Henderson, I guess. Yeah, it's in Henderson. It's, it's Henderson. just blue Roberto's. I broke the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds kind of nice. Yeah, it's like it's like Roberto's cousin, and they're like always like fighting. People were hyped. We got yeah. a Roberto's in Reno. It's yeah. right by the university. A I do love Vegas the brec breakfast there. burrito is my jam. Yeah. Because, like, my favorite Roberto's is the one by campus because that's the one I used to, mm -hmm. like, yeah. just stumble onto all the time. <laughs> and that little, I don't know if he's still there, but this little, short, old Mexican guy. He'd be like, hey, is that sad? And, like, yell at me from the back. I'm like, same shit, motherfucker. Yeah. And then, like, because I'd always be fucking drunk. And then they always have uh, video games there. Then, I, you know. One quarter lasts me like 30 minutes and an X-Men Street Fighter or whatever they had, you know? Yeah, and then like your burrito's getting cold. I'm like, I'm, I still got my one quarter, dog. Relax. Did you ever go to Cheers right next door? The bar? No. Oh, that was my favorite bar. So oh, really? We would, get, we would get drunk at Cheers and then just go right next door to Roberto's. Oh, they shit. even used to have a window that opened from Roberto's mm -hmm. into Cheers. So you could order yeah. through the window and then mm -hmm. they'd give you your that's food. Bar yeah. I like. That's nice. dope bar that's, I like. That's good because like uh, I used to go, oh, what the fuck is that? Place called Chubby's. We used to go to Chubby's all the time. I don't know if you guys know. Not that's familiar. like Tropicana past the freeway. Oh, you're older than past the ninety five. <laughs> yeah, about. but no, just a friend used to work there, and we'd all be underage, and we could all drink there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, his Perfect. his shift was midnight to eight a.m. So get there like eleven thirty, and if you were too drunk, you either slept on the pool table, underneath the pool table, or like <laughs> in the back, and like it was so awesome too because. It'd be dead at like fucking four in the morning, right. you know? So he would put his laptop on and he'd be like, whoever was there, like Caesar, Frank, like whatever, watch the door because you had to get buzzed in. Oh, yeah. Right. So then we would just pour our own beers all night. He would be sleeping and then we'd just been watching like whatever he had on his computer. <laughs> salute, oh, the, salute the chubbies. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I miss Vegas. I miss That's Vegas. the last rapid fire? Uh, no, oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That tangent, tangent alert. Yeah. Tangent. Stat man, you want to ask the next one? Yeah. What do we got? Uh, favorite bar, downtown Vegas? Favorite bar in old downtown or Vegas. Old, yeah. Or just downtown. Like. Downtown. Uh, wow. That's a lot. 
I'm gonna go last. Yeah, I will go second to last. <laughs> uh, oh, I got one. It just opened. Cool. It's downtown. Sorry, Sean. It's called the Corduroy. The it's, Corduroy. Yeah, right. it's a really cool bar. Uh, I like Atomic. Atomic mm. liquor. Yeah. Probably Gold Spike. Gold Spike got all the games and shit. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say Rebar. Okay. That's a good one. I'm a square bear. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't do anything. Mean. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I just sit at home. I also don't like being around a lot of people, so I'm <laughs> usually at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's the favorite place, favorite city besides Las Vegas for you guys to play in so far? Out of all the places. Right here. Really? Trucking? Yes. Really? I, I, because nice. of this specific venue. Yeah, I, nice. would, I would agree with that's that. That's where the second next question is your favorite venue. Yep. Is it Moody's? Moody's. What did you say? Yeah, it's wow. up there. So I'm pretty excited for tonight, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be a good time. We're texting yeah. more people like, yes, yeah. come to the show. No, yeah. like, like, we're here we, already. We met this lady downstairs like while we're having one beer. Started talking to me and Sean. Kevin went to a good, I don't even know what he did. <laughs> but, and then she started talking to us. And then like, we're like, oh, the band's going to play. She's like, all right, I'm going to go drop off my kids. Coming like back. just straight up was like, all right, I'm just gonna drop off my kids. Yeah, she saw you she guys knows what she needs night. to do. Yeah, <laughs> and then like as we're getting all the stuff out of the out of the car, she's just walking her kids across the street. And I'm like, dude, this bitch is serious. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't playing, dude. I'm gonna be like, someone's gonna make you out. Got with a her one tonight. new fan in Trucky apparently. Yeah, so. someone's gonna yeah. make out with her soon. <laughs> oh man, I mean, Captain Moody's. I was saying, there's some hope in your voice, man. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Cap, uh, Captain Kulu, Mood, yeah. Moody's. Is absolutely amazing. I mean, I love we've we've done so much stuff. I mean, we've been doing this for like three years as a band. We've probably played like 150 gigs or something like that. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I'm from Sacramento, so it's always crazy when we come when I come home. We, home and yeah. now it's their home too. I mean, we had a crazy show. The one of the craziest gigs we ever did. We used to play. We played 11th Street Records, which is where we recorded our album. And arguably, until we did the. The orchestra show with 60 people, that was insane. That's mm. the craziest thing we've ever done. But when we did a Jay Dillon Ujabis tribute show at the same place we recorded our album, it was all ages, which we never get to do. Mm-hmm. And it was all these people we never knew packed in for the love of Jay Dillon and Ujabis. I mean, I don't know if that exactly answers a venue, but to me, that was one of the most special moments. Experience, Definitely. yeah. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, those, those were probably my favorite shows for sure um the orchestra show especially i feel like yeah. that was something that i never thought i'm sure none of us really ever thought we were gonna so you guys had a back orchestra there was yeah, 60 yeah. musicians yeah, on stage with us songs. yeah all yeah. original we, we played with them yeah and we they wrote the charts the, the charts for the entire they played orchestra. with you guys right <laughs> right yeah they yeah Damn, that's pretty we actually wrote some of the charts for that show here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. On on one of our trucky trips because we had to get it done. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot, lot of writing. Like, yeah. was a lot of musicians to write for. To write What's your favorite software? Writing software. I use yeah. a Sibelius. Yeah, I use Finale. 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 Yeah. I hate Finale though. I hate yeah, me too. I'm a Sibelius guy. Yeah. I just waited on them to finish because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually use a program on my iPad called Notion. Oh yeah, I've heard, yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah and he I, writes orchestra charts on his iPad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's, it's awesome. the future. As a, as a drummer, it's the '80s, baby. As a drummer doing that, <laughs> yeah, that's a, there you go. That's yeah, crazy. It's the future. What do you expect? Uh, next one: Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy. 
really? <laughs> I, I've just never, I've never watched a, a lot of The Simpsons, unfortunately. I, yeah, I, I have to say the same thing. I feel like I probably would like The Simpsons more yeah. if I'd seen more than like a handful of episodes. Right. Uh, so I, I think I have to say Family Guy. All right. Definitely Simpsons. Good answer. Good answer. Family Guy, because I haven't ever watched The Simpsons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Family Guy, but oh I res- oh yeah, but I respect how woke Simpsons has been for like ever, ever, yeah. Yeah. time yeah. travelers for sure. Yeah. And they also predetermined a bunch of things. Yes, like, they uh, did. Yeah, continue yeah, right? to like little hands Oprah and all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so, god, man, mm-hmm. that 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 whole Masons thing that they did. They, yeah, they the, been uh, on it. the woodchuckers or whatever. Yeah, the fuck yeah, they've they been on it. Yeah, been on it, man. I respect them. All right, uh, hip hop wise, East Coast, West Coast. I gotta go East Coast, I think. I also have to go East Coast. Uh, skip me. Skip. <laughs> West Coast is the best coast. Man. No, it is yeah. tough. But uh, <laughs> I can't. can't do it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go East Coast. East Coast? Are you gonna say I, Midwest and shit on neutral? people and pick the right answer? <laughs> yeah. now, here, now here's the deal. Here's the deal. I grew up on that West Coast. You feel yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of times it gets overlooked, or sometimes it's said it's not as lyrical. There's tons of amazing no, lyricists. Yeah. Raz Cat is one of my all-time favorite yes. MCs. Carson oh, Cowley. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And so uh, little guy met him once too. It was tight. Yeah, he's he's really dope mm-hmm. and. Uh, whole wake up show that whole thing you know feel the agony all that stuff that was going on I listen to Sway every morning too so ah (laughs) this isn't a very rapid fire answer no (laughs) Tupac is my all time favorite rapper I don't think he's like the best MC that ever existed but he's just I also see the difference MC rapper as well you see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so Tupac but also he's from the east coast so he wins by wins by default I'm mostly influenced by east coast so I would have to say <laughs> East Coast begrudgingly, right, but right. I respect both. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they're both the respect I mean, for sure. We're very East Coast. East Coast heavy. Like, I'm from the Bay Area. Like, I had mm-hmm. fr- like homie when I was like first moved to Reno who was like, why are you listening to Mob Deep? Why are you listening to that East Coast <laughs> shit? Like, you're from the West Coast. You could get so mad at me. I remember that in the 90s. Listening, yeah, from listening you to East Coast. You couldn't listen. Hip hop. I'm like, it's like I East Coast, West Coast, Blood or Crip. Like, it, like yeah. it was only one or the other. Yeah. That was yeah. especially when Death Row was popping. Oh, yeah. You either yeah. listen to Death Row or Bad Boy. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, right. it was well, treason. you listen to Bad Boy? Like, we're on the, we're on the West Coast. Yeah. It was like, definitely treason in the 90s. For yeah. Sure. No, it was the Wild Wild West. Well, I, I guess you know, that's about it. We want to uh, thank you guys for. Thank I mean, guys. from the bottom of our hearts, we've been no, so excited about this. I've been, I've been pumped. Yeah. On started this as like for so long, like a like a thing. We were just like, it'd be fucking cool to have those guys on. Not thinking it ever happened. Yeah. So to be here doing this has been a, a great experience for us and uh, a good time. So we want to thank you guys. For yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. So much. Thanks for having Any us. plans to play in Reno in the next year or so? I'm sure we will. Is yeah. It's yeah. definitely possible. <laughs> Do you guys want to plug anything uh, in your social media, anything where people can find your music or anything you want them to check out, websites, anything like that? Yes. Uh, you find us on all social media at theleakband.com. Uh, the Leak Band, it's a, uh, let me say that again. Let me spell it again. The Leak and Band, spell L-I-Q-U-E. Mm. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are also having our own website, theleak.com, L-I-Q-U-E.com. You find all our videos on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, everything. Just look us up. It's all there with all of our shows. 
and lyrics, blogs, pictures, everything's there. So if you really want to find us, just look up. Just Google L-I-Q-U-E Vegas. You'll find us. And if it's so, that French thing, don't worry about it. All And all <laughs> our listeners, these guys, you trust me and Caesar's music Our musical taste. knowledge, yeah. Check like, these guys out. Mm-hmm. They The first time I saw them in Reno within five minutes, I was so happy. I was texting people like, it was just so you should have come to the show. Yeah. Get down here right now. Eyes just got super open. Like I was like, so oh, was check awesome. them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, thank you guys. As always, this has been Up in the Mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check us out, people, listeners, www.upinthemix.live, Facebook, Instagram. Everywhere. Like, subscribe, mm-hmm. share. Special salute to homegirl Mandy in Seattle who uh, said we're helping her get through traffic every day. Oh, we're going to play Seattle. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mandy. Salute, Mandy. salute to David Watch in Portland. Watch out, Mandy. We'll see you there, yeah. Mandy. Salute to David in Portland, too. So. Yeah, so you guys, mm-hmm. they're coming to your city soon. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you guys go check them out and support them. Check them out on their website. They've got the tour dates. Uh, but yeah, as always, this is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth. Till next time, peace. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your family neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, and look also, the poppy <laughs> with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club, how the fuck did I get there? Then the habitual line walker and the hombre de la gente. Yeah, that's what up, this is Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, signing out. Salud, Salud bitches. Bye-bye.